Never Enough Time by Sean Cadle. Ding ding. I slam my hand on the alarm clock, managing to make it fall over and do the opposite of hitting the snooze button. I feed Takio, my pet robin, that fell out of its nest before it knew how to fly. I skid across my carpet, realizing I did myself a service. I tromped through my morning routine and limped down the stairs. I have slim to no time, but who cares? No matter how early I get up, I will never even come close to waking up earlier than my mom. Seeing as for me to wake up, the alarm clock has to fall to the ground. Regardless of what I do, I'll be late. It's kind of my routine at this point. Take ten minutes to wake up, get ready for five, then slowly eat my food at a pace I consider quick. I sit down and find my lunch packed, and eggs and toast at my seat. I give a quick, thanks mom, and start to nibble at some toast. As I'm eating, I go through the hall of homework. First, what do I have for homework? Second, thoughts on homework. Now, don't get me wrong, but when you wake up on a Tuesday, it's almost worse than Monday, because homework actually got assigned. Third, now I find out what the winning number is. ELA? Nothing. Gym? Why would I? Math? Oh boy, math. We have an extra load this week, and it is killing me. How about science? Not yet. Probably soon, though. Finally, social studies. Wait. I have that project due Thursday. No, no, why? Well, at least I have something to do in study hall. And the winning number is five to six assignments. I look at the time and slam my paper plate into the trash. I mantle, I mantle the counter and sling my backpack on my shoulder, only to slingshot through the door. Because 8.50 might be a bit too late. I hurry off to school, my friend Danny at my side. He has no reason to wait for me, but he does. A leaf hits me in my face. I don't notice. My shadow, a black mass made to look like me, creeping along the bush to my side. The sun is bright, but the chilling wind doesn't reflect that. I'm too deep in thought to stifle more than a high nice to see ya for Danny. A branch almost clips me, and that's when I become aware. My cheeks flush as I see Danny staring at me questioning eyes. So I act normal, expressing glee knowing he won't follow. I run through the cold autumn air, letting the wind carry me along. I think I hear a shrill, Max, from behind me. I still don't stop. I bank a corner and weave through people clustering by the doors. I shoot into first period. My shadow doesn't follow. We learn about some mystery book I didn't bother to find the name for. I almost envy the control the teacher has over the entire classroom when I can't control my own thoughts. Math and social studies. Oh boy, the suspense. It makes it hard to focus, but I fend off the sweet, comforting drowsiness only to retreat to my recollection of memes, game theory, and cat photos in my head. By the time 